Johnny Parlays again for one more episode. So with you today, myself, the square, and then we got the Godfather and Frankie Overs. This will be our fourth week, uh, fourth week of making picks. I think through three weeks, we are pretty damn good. 25 and 12 so far. Not quite time to change the name because with March Madness coming up, we could hit the shitter real quick. But I know we're, we're all performing pretty well here, and I hate to say it, but I know Frankie, because we've been kind of communicating a little bit more back and forth, we're actually starting to get kind of hot in real life, too, outside of the pod, so yeah. I'm real scared that, that this is going to go downhill very soon. It absolutely is going to be going downhill very soon. That's just I'm, a fact. It's just a fact. I know we tweeted out on Wednesday night some picks for the oh, people since Lord. we had to push it back. I hope y'all six, made some money on that night. Six, one, and one. That was a nice, quick, easy uh, couple bucks there for the listeners. So hopefully you tailed that. But Godfather, I know you had another strong week, I believe. Three and <sighs> one for you. Just keep guys, it rolling. Guys, I mean, three and one on the week. Uh, you know, we'll talk about that. I mean, I gave you Houston minus one, uh, the Roughnecks minus one, and the New York Guardians plus eight in the XFL. I will never lead you guys astray with an XFL pick. Uh, I, think, oh. I think I know more than any experts over in Vegas setting these lines. They don't know what they're talking about with these. I will never lead you astray with an XFL pick. So, you know, stay on that. I got a couple more of them for you tonight. But I also uh, outsourced a couple picks to my boy, the Red Baron. And he gave us Liverpool money line, which apparently was like the first game that they lost <laughs> in like forever. So thanks for that one. Uh, you know, still a good buddy of mine, but it, it get better. <laughs> and then he also gave me Newcastle versus Burnley. Uh, he had a pick on it, but I kind of went uh, oh, uh, away from what he had. I gave you guys the draw, and that I got it at two, plus 250. And that one, I think they drew 0-0 zero to zero and just a fucking incredibly exciting match, I guess, to end 0-0. Zero, zero. But paid out, plus 200, so I'm pretty happy about that one. Now, guys, here's the really unfortunate thing is that I've been really, really hot on this pod, but then I'm making probably twice as many picks in real life as well that are just not hitting. And as hot as I might be officially with you guys, I'm just not in real life. And I have lost so much money in the last week that this week is going to be really important for me because right now, like R. Kelly, I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love to hear that. I love the sound bite too. <laughs> now, 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 what about that uh, that Ricky Fowler pick you gave out? I know that didn't work out so well. So, as we said, that that, that wasn't going to be you know an official pick, and I was thought we weren't going to bring that up. Uh, so, thanks for that. 
Uh, I said, you know, out, go out on a limb, uh, take Ricky Fowler. Uh, it's like plus 2,400 or something like that. I'm like, oh, man, if this hits, I'm going to make so much money. And then he was like plus eight after the first day. And like, I don't even think he made the cut. I stopped watching the Honda Classic. It was so bad. But Frankie, Frankie had a pick in the Honda Classic that I I hope you guys did not fade. And you actually took that one. Oh, my goodness. Sung J.M. What an absolute. Honestly, that's just a professional pick by me. It's like, I when when I was scrolling through the odds, right, the, the, the field wasn't as um, kind of uh, like power packed with all of the with all of the really kind of big names. So, um, and plus six hundred for a top five finish was just really excellent for a guy who was just um, really just kind of lighting it up all of last year. I, I'm I'm pretty sure he was like top five in birdies made last year on the tour. Um, he was he was he was brilliant on Friday. I think he shot four under, which uh, at PGA National is just uh, incredible. Um, he he made enough of his tough putts on Saturday to kind of stay uh, to stay in the hunt, and then was just another birdie machine on Sunday, and he and, and he outright won this damn thing. So just just professional by me on some JM. Uh, not so much with with my other picks uh, for the week. Um, I I did happen to get the the Rockets money line against the Celtics. Um, in that game on what was that? Maybe Saturday night. Um, that was one of the better NBA games that I've seen this year. Uh, the Rockets were down eight to ten most of that first half into the third quarter, um, and then they just kind of turned it up on them. Uh, and and I'm not sure if, if you guys actually were able to catch the end of that game, but the Celts were down with like down three with like a couple seconds left. Jason Tatum's at the foul line. And he bricks the first free throw. And then he intentionally throws a second one off the front of the rim, somehow gets all the way out to the top of the key three-point line, and Jalen Brown buries it, forces overtime. So I was having a little heart attack on Saturday night. The Rockets found a way to get a W. Uh, that was a nice uh, plus odds uh, win there. Um, but my other two NBA picks that I gave you guys were really just bad. Um, I gave you the Thunder on Saturday. They lost by 40. Oh my so, god! How do you how do you lose by forty in, in so, any professional sport? So that was just a wildly funny loss by me. And then and then I gave you the over in the Portland Indiana game at a really low number, but that was so long ago. So I'm sure something super shitty happened to cause that loss, and it wasn't my fault. Um, so. I'll take two and two on the week, um, two plus odd wins for you, and uh, uh, that 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 Sung JM pick is really just gonna m- probably make my entire golf betting life. So I'm good. What? Well, d- make sure you're getting hot now because the Masters is. Um, I keep oh, seeing yeah. commercials for the hey, Masters, and it's and it's coming, baby. I'm pretty sure the Players is next week, isn't it? It is. Uh, it is. I, I think so. The, so the fifth major. Right, so I'll be so I'll be perusing some some gentlemen on the links for next weekend. What Frankie uh, Rory Rory McIlroy returning champ could could be something. What that's right, and and I'm pretty sure Rory's had uh, in his last seven starts on the tour. I think he's been in the top five in all seven. So that's a really kind of ri- really kind of ridiculous. That that might be something I have to check the odds. On. <laughs> might have to. What Frankie has also neglected to say is he live bet Sung J M 
what plus eight hundred mm. Sunday at the beginning of the round to win. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, after his first birdie, uh, I took him. I I took him to win it outright on Sunday, and he was about he was about three back in the lead then. So it was a it was a healthy little day for me on Sunday. Well, and how good did that feel when Tommy Fleetwood put that one into the water on eighteen? Oh my <laughs> to god! Give you that, that, to give you that win. That Brit, and he was just, and he was cooking the whole weekend too. So, oh, golf and a, by, gambling on golf, by the way, is something very interesting to do. <laughs> it's 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 definitely an experience, right? It's it's four days you're watching, right? Like I only had I had one guy I'm watching for four days, and it's that's a lot of that, that's that's a lot of putting. That's a lot of balls and sand traps. That it's. It, it it's tough, so I was happy. Remind me the week of the Masters when we release our episode to have me tell you guys on air the story of my Masters experience last year. Uh, it, stay tuned for that one. That'll be that'll be a nice uh, little, <laughs> a little teaser. episode story there. <laughs> we will absolutely need that. So, <laughs> yep, solid week for you too. I had a uh, I had a pretty uneventful weekend. Two and one, not great. I mean, it was good. Could have been better. The uh, the BYU Pepperdine over I gave you one fifty six and a half. That was a pick I was most confident in, and that ended up being the only one that I actually lost. Um, BYU scored eighty one, so they did their part. But Pepperdine only shot thirty nine percent from the field, scored sixty four points. So Ugh. that was brutal. I was watching that game, and Pepperdine was down double digit points basically the entire second half, and they were like running clock. I was sitting here screaming at my television to shoot the fucking ball because they just like dribble, 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 dribble. It's like when you're in middle school in gym class and you got to pass the ball like five times before you can shoot it and like a girl's got to touch it. That was how they were playing. It was absolutely ridiculous. I couldn't, I could not believe it. I was infuriated watching that game. So I lost that one. I switched out the West Virginia pick. I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, I know what I was thinking, but I was completely wrong. They were like, I thought that line was yeah, I thought they'd be underdogs. They were like minus seven. I was like, ooh, no, no, no. I'm not not doing that. So I, and then they ended up losing, I'm pretty sure. So I switched that out with Pacific minus four and a half. And Pacific had won four straight heading in. I'd bet on them a couple times before that. They're a really solid team in the West Coast Conference, and they were playing a terrible San Diego team. They were 9-22, and 22, one by seven on the road. So that was a nice little win there for Pacific. And then my final pick was the Michigan-Ohio State over 137 on Sunday, and this one was one you had to sweat out. They only scored 61 in the first half, had a big second half. Michigan really struggled to score kind of the whole game. Uh, one or the over hit on a last second three from Franz Wagner, who I don't know if you guys know this. He's uh, from Germany. So that was a <laughs> couldn't, couldn't yeah, guess was, it. Could never that guess was a that real nice uh, last second hit right there for, for my picks for the weekend. So solid two and one. And then my big event picks I gave you, gave you Kyle Bush plus 500 and Jimmy Johnson plus 2,500 at California. And Kyle finished second. Jimmy Johnson ran in the top five basically the entire race. So those were quality picks. They just didn't hit. Who I actually ended up betting on won the race, and that was Alex Bowman. I think I got him at plus 725. I switched up my whole ideas of how to bet this after qualifying in practice because he was like the fastest car all week. So I bet on him. I was like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? And I actually texted you guys, bet him at plus 
2200 and I waited too long and his odds went way down and I got him at 725. So I wish I would have manned up from the, from the beginning and hit him at a plus 2200, but still plus 725 was not a, a bad hit to end the weekend off there. So overall, I think what we went uh, two and seven and four, something like that. Not a bad weekend. So we're still positive. Like I said at the beginning, I believe 25 and 12. So name of the podcast has not been changed yet, but we're we're growing eerily <laughs> close to perhaps having to make a switch. So we've been costing people some money if they've been fading these picks. I feel bad now Seriously. thinking about it. 25 and 12? Is that what you said? And there are a couple something like that. There, oh there are there are a couple plus odds wins in there too across the board. So. Yeah. I mean, I was going to bring that up is that some of these picks have been unreal, some good money makers. Right. I, I had that soccer draw, and I thought that was good. But then Frank, uh, yeah, <laughs> Frankie over here, he has that Sungjae M just banking. So, Ooh. yeah, that was. He's still obviously still pretty hyped up about that. Makes making noises <laughs> over there. That carries you through the rest of the next week. That's that is massive. So that that allows you. That allows yeah, you to uh, mindlessly bet the overs for the Pelicans and the Timberwolves without even looking at who <laughs> they're playing straight, or what baby. the total is just because you'd yeah, – Or the you, number. You, we bet teams, not the number here. So, <laughs> so, so that kind of concludes last week. We'll move into we'll, – we'll quickly discuss sort of our, our middle topic for this week, a um, couple different ways we can go with that, and then we'll get into picks – for this weekend as we typically do. So in the college basketball world, we have conference tournaments starting up. I was discussing this with Frankie last night as I was sitting there beating, uh, beating, betting on Tennessee state because they were undefeated at home. And then I realized that they were playing in some completely foreign place because it was a conference tournament. And the only <laughs> reason I bet on them because was because they were so good at home. So that was kind of a kick in the dick there, but you know, we're, we're. I think uh, I, I think you might have uh, beating might have been on your mind because you're probably beating something. Yeah, else you're probably time. right, honestly. Uh, to all my winners that I was looking at last night, that was a, it was a, <laughs> it was a great night last night. But we're betting on a lot of these teams that we know absolutely nothing about, and, and Godfather, this kind of translates to you as well in. Um, the uh, the XFL, as you can only name Jordan Tamu, as and I guess that's really all you need to know at this point in time. With exactly MVP. both on and off the field, <laughs> the MVP Jordan Tamu. Yes. So uh, there's a Cardell Jones or something in there. Yeah, Jordan Tamu MVP. Right. I know there's also a guy like who has a funny last name. He wears 69. I can't think of it right now, but you know, yeah, that guy. Forget about him as well. So. Um, you know, <laughs> some of the things that we're, we're looking at this week and maybe not as much Godfather, but Frankie, I know me and you are looking at this is, you know, we're betting on teams that are 15 and 15 against teams that are 16 and 14. And there's really not any distinguishing characteristics between these teams. Home and away records don't matter because they're playing on neutral sites. So what are some of these things that you're you're keeping your eye on as we as we bet some of these shittier conferences and then we move into the power fives and things like that next week? 
Yeah, I can, I, I can kind of uh, just, I, my thought process is weird, right? So this will kind of be my, my first uh, section of, uh, of conference tournament betting. And I, I, I guess while I was kind of think, sitting down to think about it, the, the main things I think I'm going to st- like, I'll start looking for is uh, there's, there's so many of these uh, just like big o- emotional wins in these conference tournaments, right? You're down eight the whole game and you find a way to win games like that. Like you were talking about how like t- Tennessee State came all the way back and won that game in overtime. Um, you're 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 playing the next day in in a lot of these tournaments. So I I think a lot of those emotional wins can kind of carry over into um, kind of next days and and they can kind of uh, affect the spread a little bit um, as well. So I'll so so I'll be kind of paying attention to. Um, a lot of the numbers after teams kind of find miracle wins or, or knock off big teams um, in, in these tournaments. Uh, and, and like I, like I just said, they're playing the mo- the next day. So I think that teams can kind of uh, get hot and find that groove if they're playing for, right. They're playing three games in four days or in five days. Um, so, so, so I'll, so I'll be looking at, at a lot of the game after um uh, kind of emotional wins, I guess, is what I looked at for all these kids um, in the in tournament games where the only w- way they're going to play more basketball games is if they win that tournament at the end, right? Um, so I'll also and and I'll, and uh, kind of move it into like the the bigger conferences. I'm really just going to be focusing on teams that like need wins to to be bracket eligible. Right or to be kind of alive to find their way in, into the bracket. So, um, and especially with all these, uh, where all these conferences like the Big East and the Big Ten, um, where uh, if uh, if a team wins by ten points or if a team loses by ten points, it's it, it you can't really be surprised because it's happened all year. Um, so I'll, so so I'll, so I'll be kind of looking at a bunch of those teams who maybe one or two more. Uh, really nice kind of wins in a, in a conference tournament will kind of punch their ticket. Um, so I'll, so I'll be looking at the numbers for, for a bunch of those bubble teams as well. Um, but, but, but also I have no fucking clue. So, this, <laughs> so, so, right. So, so this is literally me just, just shooting into the ocean right now. Flash that disclaimer right, again. Right. <laughs> like, golly, man. So, and, and there's a billion games a day. So you're going to be just, Scrolling through all of these lines, and um, I'm definitely worried. I'm worried. Some some JM can't carry that, me all the way. For your health, your your wallet. You need <laughs> for, you, for absolutely everything. I got asthma, man. This is you need those Winthrop uh, USC Upstate games on an early Thursday that are just <laughs> so big of locks that you don't even have to follow the game. I mean, scoring 90-something points in the first half, that's the kind of stuff you need. Now, Godfather, have you dabbled in college basketball a lot this year? Or do you plan on that? I, you know, I always make a bracket, and I have no idea what I'm doing. But here's my thing, especially in these conference tournaments we don't know a ton about, is that I go solely off of nicknames of teams because, think about it, Every year, there's some stupid nickname that makes the tournament. Well, to make the tournament for one of these conferences, you have to, A, win your conference and get that automatic bid, or you had to be showing out all year anyway, which means you're probably going to go deep into that conference tournament. So if you give me like a South Dakota State Jackrabbit or a New Mexico Lobos or 
it was a few years ago in the tournament when the 16 seed upsetted the number one U, uh, UVA Cavaliers. It was a golden freaking retriever. <laughs> you give me a nickname I like, I'm going to throw money on it. And you. maybe that's why you've been hurting for money this last week, as you said. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but no, I, I, I people <laughs> make brackets like that every year, and they end up in the final you know, top few of their pools just by, you know, choosing based off nickname or which mascot would win in a fight or things like that. So as much as there is no, uh, I guess, correlation to, to winning with that, it's funny how, like you said, sometimes it does work out and you, you can make a quick buck if, if you get lucky and ride a team with a cool nickname. There oh, you go. That's approach. all you have to do. And it's funny how any bracket uh, that's filled out in that way will look better than my bracket. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Now, going off a couple of things that you said, Frankie, you know, who's getting hot at the right time. That's big for me as well. Teams that are starting to streak here who have won five, six, seven games in a row, those are teams that you can feel fairly confident on because in those five or six games, you know, you know they've won both at home and on the road. So going to a neutral site to play these games isn't going to be that big of a deal for them. So you can count on those teams to, to at least be competitive. One thing that I've noticed, and this could be just completely wrong, and maybe this is just me thinking completely wrong, but overs are going to start to look a lot nicer to me because you're, play, you're playing in games that mm. mean so much, and it's not just another game. You're fighting for your life now. So you're going to be fouling you know, with, with two minutes left to extend the game. And these last two minutes may produce 25 points. So you might get some of these backdoor over covers based on free throws or, or things of that nature at the end of the game. So that's something to keep an eye on. One thing I will mention, I absolutely hate futures. So I will not be betting like, oh, I'm, I'm two and a half weeks in advance. I'm going to bet Maryland, you know, plus 300 to win the Big Ten. No, I'm not going to do that. I'll, I would rather just bet on their games than bet on a future because – that's money that I can't bet, and it's sitting there for way too long. I can't access it. I can't win or lose it quickly. So I hate futures, so I won't be doing that. But kind of like what you said, Frankie, this is really my first go around with a lot of this stuff too. So I've been in the mud a lot more recently trying to find the teams like my right state overs that have been really cooking for me. You know, the Pacific, who I've been on a couple times now, and they've come through for me so i'm trying to find some of these really 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 awful teams that have have worked out for me in the past that i can rely on them moving forward so i mean and and this kind of relates i guess godfather to the xfl and i briefly mentioned it i mean you've been so good but you really do and none of us really know anything about these guys is that more like pure luck or have you actually found something here because i know you said you were going to use your formulas no, eventually uh, you know yeah yeah i said i was going to do that and then i just didn't so um yeah thanks for reminding me looking bad again um we'll probably start that next week i mean it, it should be more accurate next week anyway that we have some more data but i these teams that i am picking in the xfl i do you know try to watch at least most of their games try to catch some of them uh see where the talent is and i might not be recalling all these guys names or anything but you know i do have you know an idea of who the top teams are in the league are and that's kind of reflective of their overall records too i mean anyone can go see that uh houston and st louis are at the top of their respective divisions 
but you know, I think it translates well to the field as well. So, um, you know, I, there is a little bit of a method to the madness, uh, but as you mentioned, I have been incredibly lucky with those. Picks Not so lucky. Far. Good. We'll we'll keep it being good. Yeah, yes, yeah, because I have not begun to tail your picks yet, and I'm probably going to do that this weekend. So if they lose, you can you can you, know, you go can blame me on that one. So, uh, like I said, just a little quick discussion for conference tournaments. Once we get Johnny Parlays back next week, we can do a little bit deeper dive as one of the more experienced college basketball gamblers that we have. Um, he can, I guess, give us a little bit of a tutorial from Amsterdam. He texted us today, and I want to get the exact quote because it was great. He texted us, uh, I haven't even gambled at all since I got to Europe. Probably good for me and my bank account. And then immediately followed that up with, with that being said, I love, in all caps, the conference tournament board for tomorrow night. So maybe we'll get Johnny to tweet out some, some picks for us. He's broke. He's like six hours ahead of us. He's already broke. Well, that yeah, I, he, he may gone. have meant for tomorrow's and Friday. Uh, who knows? I don't know. Whatever. Who knows what Johnny was thinking? He's an he, he's an he's yeah. An who, answer, re- who knows? Who so, really knows? Um, we'll tra- transfer over to our weekend picks for this week. We're just going to keep the same order going here because it's working. I said that last week. It's working again. We'll keep it going, Godfather. And I understand. You have another uh, guest pick or two this week. <laughs> uh, well, we're going back to the, what worked with the Russian bear, got him back on the line, and uh, he's taking a little bit of a vacation from the KHL, moving uh, to the west to the, I'm going to try and say it, the Deutsches Hockey Liga. Oh, That's German, Lord. for those of you who don't know. <laughs> So out of the Dell, which I've heard. So the KHL, I know, is probably the second or it's the top uh, league abroad as far as talent go. Well, the Dell's up there, too. A lot of NHL alumni go over there when they're in their last years of their career, you know, when their ankles and knees start going. So the Dell's still a pretty competitive league. He told me, make sure to go and take uh, – shit, I don't know how to pronounce this – Dusseldorfer, E.G., <laughs> uh, he gave me an alternate line. Get them minus one and a half. You can get that at plus 100 when he gave it to me. So, Dusseldolfer, EG, minus a goal and a half for plus 100. Get a couple, get some nice plus odds there. Make some money on that. I believe they are home against the Krenfled Penguins, which, you know, I'm, I'm a Pittsburgh Penguins fan myself. So, they, they have a similar color scheme and so not sure about that, but you know, it looks like they've been having a pretty good year. They got two more games left in the regular season. So make sure you get that pick in pretty early after you listen to the pod. They'll be going off about 1.30 PM Eastern time, 7.30 local time. So make sure you get that one in pretty quick after uh, the pod drops. And then if we cycle back to the usual uh, picks I'm going to give for the week, going to stick with what works in the XFL. Last week, the New York Guardians had a real emotional win against the LA Wildcats, 17-14. to Let's stick with them. There are plus 7.5 points at Dallas over the ballpark in Arlington. Dallas, uh, they, they, they're coming off a tough loss to the Houston Roughnecks, the undefeated Roughnecks, I might add. Uh, I still don't think that the Dallas Renegades have been that, you know, impressive to me. So I think I'm going to stick with the New York Guardians and plus the touchdown uh, and a half. So plus seven and a half at Dallas. Take that one. 
Uh, I'm a little bit worried about that one just because the New York Guardians have shown kind of a lack of that talent. But I think coming off that big win against Los Angeles that, uh, you know, they might be riding a hot streak there. And then, you know, we mentioned him already, Jordan Tom, who I, obviously the front runner for the XFL MVP, if that's even an award. Uh, he's been the most impressive player, leading both passing and rushing in the league for a while, or up there in both statistical categories. Uh, also, all-around good guy, uh, hanging out at the Children's Hospital in St. Louis this week, hanging out with the kids. Just, just an awesome dude. Uh, like we said, he wins on and off the field. So St. Louis, they're at D.C., who was supposed to be one of the better teams coming into this year. However, you know, uh, Cardell Jones has not been that impressive. They got shut out last week in Tampa Bay by a not very good Vipers team. So St. Louis at D.C., going to the district, minus five. I'm taking St. Louis. Bring me the Battle Hawks. And those are my picks for the week. All right, Frankie, what do we got in the NBA world? All right, I have uh, I have two picks for uh, Friday night in the NBA for you, um, and then uh, I actually have an uh, NHL pick for you on Saturday. Frankie Puck lines. Uh, it's uh, it's gonna be a good weekend. Oh, uh, so okay, so Friday night, uh, big game, finals preview: Lakers versus Bucks in the Staples Center. Um, that's probably gonna be a pick'em. I bet. Um, maybe the Lakers will be favored by one. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give the Lakers money line as my pick though. Um, you, you might have to get it at like minus 120. Um, but, but that's okay. And this is just a pure, just a pure heart pick. Uh, I'm a, I'm a huge LeBron guy. Um, they've been, they've been absolutely incredible this year as have the Bucks. Um, but like I said, this is a finals preview. This, 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 this should be one of the better NBA games of the year. I'm pretty sure the Bucks kicked the crap out of LA the last time they played. Um, so I'll take the Lakers to get a win um, at home against the Bucks. I know the last pick I gave out against the Bucks, uh, the Bucks won by 40. Um, so hopefully this one goes a little better. Um, and then uh, another one on Friday night is uh, the Miami Pelicans over. Uh, of course, that's going to be at 235 and a half. Again, th- these are just autoplay, free money. I'm really trying to put money in your pockets. So. Uh, and just just to go along with the Pelicans, like never missing an over. The Heat are five and one to the over in in their last six games. And then uh, the last pick I have for you is going to be on Saturday. Uh, the the Philadelphia Flyers are at home against Buffalo. Um, take the Flyers puck line. That's going to be minus one and a half. Uh, I uh, you'll you'll most likely grab that at about plus one sixty, maybe maybe plus one seventy. Um, the Flyers are the hottest team in the NHL right now. They've won their last eight games, um, and uh, unfortunately, and the last six of them they've won by at least two goals. Um, so absolutely hammer that puck line. Buffalo's been kind of reeling lately, um, and like I said, this is just the hottest team in the NHL. Just hammer them. Um, they'll, they'll, uh, they'll extend that streak on Saturday, uh, after they already extended it to nine games tonight against, uh, the Carolina hurricanes. Um, so, so they'll be going for 10 in a row on Saturday. Um, so that'll be Frankie overs for this week. Just three of them for you guys. Of course. Yeah. Can, can I add to that real quick, Frankie, uh, Buffalo also right before we uh, started recording lost, uh, by two goals to the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, a team that has been struggling as of late. 
Uh, so Buffalo at home lost. Uh, so I, I agree with that pick. Philadelphia, as much as it pains me to say it, it, it the, you can't lose taking yeah, them. Would you uh, say yeah, minus I'll one and a half? Puck line minus one and a half. You'll you'll get some good plus odds about that. Uh, uh, it, it it won't be at two hundred, but it'll be at a good probably plus one seventy. I'd say uh, take take the Flyers. Gonna have take the Flyers. Gonna have to ride that one with you. All right, I'm taking over Frankie Overs over hey. this week. I got three overs for Woo. you, three of them. So first one is Georgia at LSU, two p.m. on Saturday in February. Georgia averaged 87 points per game and allowed 79 points per game. Damn. And in, the la- in LSU's last 10 games, they're averaging 80 and gave up 81. So these are just like staggering numbers here. This is Jeez. ridiculous. I What's had that the- number? Yeah, well, I don't know yet. That's, oh, that's the okay. tough part. Just I, <laughs> I anticipated in the 155 to 165 range, the LSU and Arkansas over – on Wednesday night was 155 and a half and the Georgia Arkansas over the other night was like 152 or something like that so I anticipate it being in that 155 ish range I will smack that I mean these two teams they fill it up and play no defense so I love that over there uh second over is going to be North Carolina at number 12 Duke that's 6 p.m on Saturday in the last 10 games for Duke, the overs hit seven times. And one of those times that it didn't hit was against Virginia, who the over never hits against. So I really don't even count that. And then I know North Carolina was on like a seven-game losing streak after Cole Anthony came back earlier this month or last month in February. But they've won three in a row since then. They've scored at least 85 points in every one of those three games, and the totals have been 164, 171, and 176. So they're putting up a lot of points. They're not playing any defense as well. Uh, the last Duke-UNC over, I believe, was 149, and the recent Duke overs have been in the low to mid-150s. So I anticipate, I know, you know, the, the line to be 150 to 158, 159. I don't think it'll get into 160s. So I'll smash that one as well. I like a lot of scoring there. And then this is probably the dirtiest pick that has ever been given out on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to call it the Dirty Little Piggies <laughs> over of the week. Mississippi Valley State at Arkansas Pine Bluff. <laughs> Please tell me you're going to watch the game These teams are a combined 6-52 and 52 on the year. Oh, no. Oh, no. They are horrible. <laughs> Does one of them have, like, five wins? Mississippi Valley State has two wins this year. Arkansas Pine Bluff has four. <laughs> two and what? 20 like, They're, like, two and 25, something like that. Please, please tell me one of them is – one of those wins is probably yeah. against, like, a D2 I, team. I, I honestly, you said Pine Bluff? Yeah, Arkansas Pine Bluff. Now – Mississippi Valley State is notorious for being horrible. They get paid a shitload of money basically to travel around the country for the first month to two months of the year and play really good teams. I know they played Kent State a couple of years when I was there. They played Michigan. Yeah, they well, they, well, they do like State. a Midwest win. They played Michigan State. I mean, they play all these high-end Division One schools, and they just get paid a bunch of money. So I know why they're so bad. But I went back and looked at their stats since the month of December. Only three teams have scored less than 79 points against Mississippi Valley State. 
Oh my god! Nineteen teams have scored seventy nine or more against them. It is bet that they are just horrific. They're terrible. <laughs> you guys, you can put me yes. out. There. You can put me out there and yes. do that. You guys will see my Six left hand. Fifty two is absolutely is, is a combined incredible. record. Yes, it's so incredible. These these two teams met January fourth, and they only scored. <laughs> no, they only they scored fifty six points in the first half. <laughs> But in the second half, they scored a combined 100 points. So, wait, so one of the wins was against the other team? Correct. <laughs> yes. I believe Arkansas Pine Bluff won 80 to 76. I believe that was the final score of the game. So, uh, these teams are going to score points. Arkansas Pine Bluff, their offense isn't very good, but I really don't care. When you're playing a team that gives up as no, many as no defense. I've been sold. As Mississippi Valley State, I, I you have to bet the over. I love this line so much. I did, I had to go out and do it. So I have I don't even I can't even guess what it's gonna be, but I'm just gonna bet it anyway. So my my three overs for this week, Georgia at LSU, North Carolina at Duke, and then Mississippi Valley State at Arkansas Pine Bluff, the dirty little piggies over of the week for me so absolutely love it those are one and only picks or those are not one and only but our main picks for this week i know we have a big ufc card this weekend in vegas ufc 248 two belts are on the line did you guys get a chance to uh to take a look at what we could uh what we could be seeing if the belts change hands this weekend i did not i was waiting for you oh wow (laughs) Nope. So we have in the women's straw rate straw weight division, we have my girl Joanna Yoan Jacek is fighting Wei Li Zhang. Uh Joanna, the former queen of this division, Wei Li, the newly crowned champion. She's twenty and one. So I don't have odds yet, like to win second round knockout or anything like that. All I all I could find were just strictly win loss odds on there. So she also single-handedly beat Arkansas <laughs> State she, Pine Bluff by like them forty points <laughs> on the road. <laughs> so, so Wei Li has obviously run through everyone she's fought. She won the belt in her last fight inside the first round. But Joanna looked really good in her last fight against Michelle Waterson. She's just too good. She's been talking so long about how badly she wants to get this belt back. I think she will. Also. Hashtag coronavirus curse. I think haunts Weili Zhang here. She's from China. So give me uh, Joanna plus 150 to win her belt back. And then in the men's middleweight division, we have Israel Adesanya, the style bender, is fighting probably this, one of the scariest humans on the face of the earth, Yoel, the soldier of God, Romero. This is going to be a hell of a fight. Um, like I said, Romero, great nickname there. Uh, he got beaten in his last fight, but Adesani, who had just won the belt, said that his legacy would not be complete unless he fought Romero. So you know someone's getting finished in this fight, probably knocked out inside the first three rounds. Um, I would expect Romero to try to wrestle, but Adesani is super long. He's got an 80-inch reach, so I think he'll be able to to keep him at bay. And while I've just talked up Romero so much, he is one in three in his last four fights and hasn't beaten anyone under the age of 30 since 2016. But Adesanya is minus 285. So I would not bet on that if you're listening to this podcast right now. I would wait a little bit, maybe Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, 
try to get plus odds on Adesanya via knockout. I think that'll be a little bit better way to make your money. But I like the the favorite in the men's middleweight scrap and then the underdog in the women's strawweight fight. So you guys have anything to add here? Could you tell me anything about these four fighters? Yeah, yeah. well, a little bit different. Um, you mentioned that the coronavirus curse may be coming in. Um, you know, I, I got to pick for that, actually, is that uh, the coronavirus is minus 500 to absolutely ruin my spring break plans. Um, take me uh, to beat it Where because you going? I'm going anyway. <laughs> that hey! Florida. You'll have to link up with Frankie yeah. when you're down there. <laughs> Def, definitely yeah, we're gonna lose all our money together so yeah take so take me plus 500 <laughs> plus 500 i'll take that it doesn't <laughs> me single-handedly you allowed 79 points or more 19 of 22 games that's what i want to know because that, that's the question <laughs> you will make me very wary dude i have do you can you see this and if we have any listeners who have played you know college sports this isn't a jab at you but can you imagine like getting a division one scholarship just to lose yeah. by you know 40 50 points a game like where were those when i was not being recruited yeah by i could have definitely stood out there for that but hey you know right uh like these guys, like these guys, literally have have won two more games than we would have won. <laughs> two more than we exactly. Would have won. And I haven't played organized basketball, you know, well since I was the age of the basketball I usually gamble on, which is children. How's that go? How's that going? By the way, we'll we'll, we'll wrap it up with that. <laughs> a little check in on a little check in on CYO. <laughs> <laughs> uh, checking in on CYO, um, you know the team I usually ran with all year. They won their championship game. They I cover mean, the they spread. Real all year the championship. <laughs> Did they cover the spread? <laughs> they they went up against like the three time defending champs and beat oh, them geez. by like fifteen points. Like it was. <laughs> all right, we're gonna we're gonna play a quick game called We Read a Box Score. Oh, so that box score is going to be. 143 to 49. That is Mississippi Valley State at Utah. 49. (laughs) What? Wait, say that again. 143 to 49. Oh my God. That was, that was, we read a box score. If you, if you, wait, 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 wait. Wait, what's this they team's mascot? The, do we, do we um, know that? It doesn't tell me. And who, who, who's I, I got the forty? Who's keep talking. Forty. Uh, Mississippi Valley State. Mississippi Valley State. What? A, give me some of their percentages. Did they shoot like one of like twelve from the free yeah, throw let, line? Yeah, let me get the box score here. <laughs> they were twenty-one of eighty from the field. Oh my god. Oh my God, guys, guys, guys! Their nickname is the oh. Delta Devils. I am hammer. There you go. Take, make sure you take the over too, and the over. Apparently, one of the teams can score 150. So, like I said, th- this is just like a notorious team that is just gets the hell beat out of them, unfortunately. And they're all world class athletes. So let's not sell them short there. I, I just want to say 
that last year, we're going to go reread a box score again. They lost two exhibition games to Tuagalo College and Delta State. They're they are losing to they are losing to community <laughs> colleges. I'm pretty sure I heard about one of those schools. And I'm pretty sure you just said Tuatunga Viloa. They um, <laughs> so they went six and twenty six last year. Here's a uh, another we read a box score one hundred six <laughs> to thirty seven loss at Nebraska. What the. Yeah, just not good. We're going to go back one more year, and then we'll wrap it up. Oh, yeah, 2017-2018 this year. They uh, they put up a valiant fight against the uh, Golden Flashes, losing 80-67 to in that game. But they went 4-28 and that year. Rough So, hold year. on. One, 106 to 37? Yeah, something, it was something like that. Just could not... you could you imagine if the over was like one like 45 and you didn't hit it and then one team scored 110 points? Yeah, that would be rough. Here, all right, here yeah, here's what I was talking about that one year. So here you go. Um and this will wrap it up. At Northwestern, at West Virginia, at Kent State, at Michigan State, at Indiana, at Gonzaga, at Iowa State. There's their non-conference right there. But they had to have they made lost 20 million. They lost 153 against Michigan State. Oof. They kept Gosh. it they kept it inside 50. That's all, that's all I know. So, hey, it... all right. Well, can I put this out there if we have any uh Delta Devil uh, you know, student listeners, uh please, you know, call in sometime. Uh DM us. And we'd love to hear from you and just uh, how how the hell do you like <laughs> How the hell are game? you? <laughs> And I will continue betting overs on your team. That that is the the greatest, I guess, uh, handshake, smack on the back, whatever you want to say for your team is that I will continue betting your overs. So that that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Next week, like I said, we'll have Johnny Parlays back in the saddle, and we'll take a look at those Power Five conference championship games. Uh, I know we've been a lot more active on our social media. We've been tweeting out more picks and everything like that. So hopefully you guys like that. Make sure you keep your eyes peeled over at, at fade us pod on Twitter. We got the free picks and the updates. We'll tweet out our weekend picks again, once the lines become official and everything like that. So once again, big thanks to all of our listeners and our reoccurring guest pickers. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, DM us or tweet us. And if not, we will talk to you next week.